0: ala <laughs> al fir'auna <laughs> innahu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying that the pinnacle, the essence of the message and the essence of the sin that Fir'aun did was tuqhiyan, which is injustice. Number one was his claiming that he was the Lord Most High. He said, I don't know of any Lord for you except myself. Number two is that he detained Beni Israel. Thirdly was, <clears throat> he had a dream that a fire had come from like Philistine that area had come into Egypt and, and the fire had killed away all the, the qubits, the, the people of, of Firaun, their, uh, their race. And so when they asked about an in the interpretation, they said that there is a, a child that's going to come from Beni Israel that's going to ruin your kingdomship and take away your empire. And so Firaun commanded that all the children who are born to uh Beni Israel that they be killed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and th- in this. It was a uh, bala, a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, an enormous test from Allah jalla that he tested Bani Israel with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says uh, to Umm Musa, if you're afraid for your son, then throw him into the river. A parent normally doesn't even let their eyesight off of their child. A parent has that much, you know, protection of the child. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling her that if she fears for a child, Take the child, put him in a basket, and throw him in the river. And let the water take him. What did Ummi Musa do? She did that. Musa salam arrives at the doorstep, the river step, because they have a lake castle. Uh, Musa salam arrives at the home of Fir'aun. Who's the first person to see Musa salam? The wife of Fir'aun. She picks up Musa, she kisses Musa, and she says, He is the delight of my eyes and your eyes. Asiya السلام, didn't have children. And, and this concerned her very much. She was very saddened by this. Her love came out and she wanted to protect Musa. And you'll see that she says, ayni li walak la Because they know this child is a Beni Israel child. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala protected him so much that he wouldn't take the milk of any woman until uh, uh, Musa's uh, sister she's following along she's seeing what happened and then she said Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says that she said she said shall I not tell you of a home that will do kafala for him kafala and you know nursing the mother of Musa Salam came and immediately Musa Salam milk from his mother he's very happy Fir'aun seeing this he's like, why is this so? And so she said in response to Fir'aun, she said that my milk is very sweet and my smell is very beautiful. All the children love me. And Fir'aun was happy with her response. And so he led her. She's living now in the castle and being treated with so much respect and so that she would know that the promise of Allah is the truth. But most people don't, don't understand and don't know this. Musa, alayhi salam, as he was growing up and he saw the injustices that were happening to his people. Again, Musa is from Bani Israel and so he's not from the qibt, even though he's growing up in the home of Firaun. When Musa, alayhi salam, he was once going out in, in the, in the city and he saw one of the Bani Israel people in a fight with one of the, um, the Egyptians. So, Musa was known to, you know, support justice and, you know, stand up for this. And so they called Musa that, Beni Bani Israel person. He called Musa A.S. come and help me, help me. And so Musa is breaking up in the fight and got very angry. He hit the Egyptian person. He hit him so hard that he killed him. Now, that's giving you a little glimpse of Musa strength. Immediately, Musa felt regret for this and did tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The next day Musa saw the same person from Bani Israel fighting with another person from the Egyptians. And Musa salam said, to in, uh, said to him, he said, you are like a, a very clear troublemaker. And then this person said to Musa, Qala, an kama qatalta And so you can see even this person, he's. Uh, he instigates fights. Then the news went out, and then someone came to Musa salam and told them, "Inna al-mala'ah bika So they said, "Leave." Musa salam, he left. He left Egypt. He's walking and he's looking in fear. He's walking and then he's looking. Are they following me? Are they following me? So with no food, with no um, with no preparation, with no riding animal, Musa salam just left like that. How long do you survive in such a situation? And so Musa he went to a place near Medina and he's like collapsed. And then he saw some people gathering at a water hole. He saw some people with their sheep and their livestock getting the water. And then he saw these two girls, these two women and they were standing to the side and they weren't watering their, their sheep. And so, even though Musa salam was in this situation and so tired, and the situ- he went to them and he asked them, "Why aren't you, you know, taking your sheep to? Because he, this um, business of uh, tending to the sheep and taking them to the water and all that is very difficult work. So you see, there's only men in that area, and he sees two women there, and they're not even allowing their um, their sheep to to go forward and then the women said that they can't you know push and shove with the men they wait till the men finish and then they try to bet their best to um, get the water for the sheep and so Musa alayhi salam said that I will get the water for you he saw these women in, in distress in need and even though he was in need he was still taking care of them and Musa alayhi salam went down and, and you know sat down uh, and then he made dua to Allah subhanahu Wa taala. he said my Lord that indeed I am very much in need of your care to come down upon me. At that time, Musa made that dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imagine all the situation. And then he lands his dream job. These girls, they came. The father saw them. He said, how come you came back so early? And they said, this man, he helped us. He's a very strong man and so on. So he sent his daughters to go and bring them, bring this man. And so they brought Musa and they fed him. And then the daughter said, she said, Oh my father, hire him. That the best person to do ijara to hire is, is the strong one, the Ameen, the trustworthy one. The father of, this, of, of one of the daughters from Median, he said to her, how do you know he's Ameen? When she went back, they went back to call Musa to come to their home. What did Musa do to her? He told her to walk behind him. Now she's the one leading the way. Why did he do that? So that he wouldn't walk behind a woman and and her body would be showing. And so he said, I'll walk with you but you walk behind me. From this, she concluded that this was a person of integrity. And so she said to her father, hire him. And so her father hired him. And so he landed the dream job. It's like 8 years or 10 years that he would work with him and that he would marry one of his daughters. So normally, people in their list is they want to get the job and then they want to get married. In one night, Musa alayhis salam made this dua to Allah subhanahu wa taala, and in that night, he was offered the dream job, a place of relaxation, a place of calm, a place where he would, you know, every night he's sleeping under the stars, preparing for this mission that Allah subhanahu wa taala would send him on. And he got married to such a righteous woman. After about 8 or 10 years, Musa had that desire built up in him. Allah placed in his heart the desire to return back to Egypt. When they're traveling through the desert, Musa it's it's very dark. They went to Turi Sayna. At that place, Musa saw a fire. And so he told his wife, he told her, stay here. I'm going to that fire. Either I will get directions from that area. Or I will, you know, get one of the embers, like take one of the flames and come back and, you know, we can benefit from that. And then when Musa alayhi salam entered that area, subhanAllah, even as preparing this, Allah just spoke to Musa, إِنِّي أَنَا رَبُّكَ Take your sandals off. إِنَّكَ بِالْوَادِ الْمُقَدَّسِ طُوَى That you are in the holy land of Tuwa. The pure land. Wa and I chose you. yuha. So listen carefully to what is going to be revealed to you. Inni Allah la ilaha illa ana. aqim Indeed, I am Allah. There is no god except me. So worship me, and establish the salah for my remembrance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, o ma tilka Musa. What you, What's in your hand, O Musa? It, it was in the discussion. Allah subhanahu told him to throw it down. He threw it down. It became a snake. And then he became afraid. And Allah subhanahu told him not to be afraid. Musa was commanded to return back to Fir'aun. Musa alayhi salam, when he went to Fir'aun and he said, I'm the messenger of Allah. I want to take Bani Israel and we're going to leave Egypt from here. We're going to move out. So now, Fir'aun starts using the techniques again. He says to him, didn't we raise you as a young child? And so he's trying to humiliate him. He's also saying to uh, to Musa, right at the very beginning, he said, وَقَتَلْتَ uh, نَفْسًا It's just like, how can you come and tell me what religion is, what Iman is, when you yourself murdered someone, and that's disbelief. He says to him, قال فعلتها. He said I did it. من And I was of those who was ignorant at that time. ففررت منكم لما خفتكم. So I ran away from you when I feared you. فوَهَبَ لِي رَبِّي حُكْمًا. So Allah gave me as a gift religious knowledge and you know right judgment of affairs in this prophethood. Allah subhanahu wa taala made him a prophet. فوَهَبَ لِي رَبِّي حُكْمًا وَجَعَلَنِي مِنَ الْمُرْسَلِينَ. And made me one of those as the appointed messengers of His tilka And he said, and this is a past favor, تَمُنُّهَا علي. Like when you give someone a gift, and then you tell the person, didn't I give you this, didn't I give you that, it's it's not generosity. And now he's reminding him of these favors, to say to him, tilka نِعْمَةٌ is Because of this past favor, is that why you enslaved Bani Israel? Showing that it has nothing to do with the issue. So he answered his issue, and then brought him to what they're really discussing here. And then Firan, then the dialogue goes into who is the Lord of the worlds. And then Musa Alayhi salam explains who is who is the Lord of the worlds. After Musa Alayhi salam said that, one of the things that Pharaoh also said to him, again misconceptions, he said, what about the nations that came before? Because Musa they used to worship idols, they used to worship, you know, human gods and so on and so forth. So if you said they're in hellfire, everybody's going to say that, Oh, you know what, this religion is, uh, we're not going to follow Musa because he's insulting our fathers, insulting our heritage. And now Musa can't say, he can't lie and say that, oh, you know what, they were on guidance. So Musa said, he said, knowledge of the past generations is with my Lord. لَا يَضِلُّوا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not misguided وَلَا ينسى, and He doesn't forget. And so he took them back to Tawheed, explaining who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. And then Fir'aun, he came to the conclusion, you know, he's saying to everybody, Musa is, is a magician. This is the ultimate misconception, he chose it and he said, فَلَنَأْتِي أَنَّكَ بِسِحْرٍ مِثْلِهِ He said, you're a magician, or we're going to bring magicians just like you. So it's like, it's not even open to discussion. And so, again, something called presuppositions. As soon as Musa threw down his staff, it became a huge snake. And then he pulled his hand out and it was completely white. Fir'aun immediately said, he said, you're one of the magicians, immediately. And then Fir'aun said, not only did he say that, but he said that you've come to change the people's religion and take them out of their land. Each point, Musa, salam, if you see what Musa is saying, all his statements are full of wisdom, full of hikmah, full of guidance of Allah. Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala. Firaun's statements are like swear words oh, he's a magician, oh, he's crazy, oh, he's this. He's not saying anything uh, intelligent. And so, Firaun, it was actually against the law that anyone would worship other than Firaun. If you went and got a different idol, you'd be in big trouble. The magicians at the time of Fir'aun were very high status people, right? If this was a magician, you're talking about they are in aristocrat society level, right? They're at the highest level. And when they came to Fir'aun, Fir'aun um, they said to Fir'aun, if we win, are are we going to get some sort of reward? And Fir'aun said, Qala na'am. He said, you will have this if you win. And number two is that I will bring you even closer to me. So they will get even higher status in the kingdom of Fir'aun. Musa alayhi salam is now up in competition against these uh, magicians. Musa alayhi salam spoke to them before the event and they decided to go forward with it. It's Musa versus all the magicians. They throw down their staffs and they can't make their staffs into real snakes, if you didn't know this. All they can do is illusions. But it's very scary. Musa Salam was scared at that at that incident. He had fear. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, We said to him, Don't be afraid. Musa alayhi salam commanded to throw his staff. As you know, he threw down his staff. It became a huge snake. And in front of all the people, all the Egyptians that are watching, all of Bani Israel, all the mala in front of Firaun, the snake ate all the other snakes. All the magicians prostrated. They all prostrated to Allah. Azawajal. They said, we believe in the Lord of Al-Alamin, Rabbi Musa wa Harun. So that it's clear because Firaun was telling the people, Anna Rabbukumul A'la. And then they said, Rabbi Musa wa Harun. We believe in the Lord of Musa and Harun. He said, have you believed in him before I gave you permission? And so they became the best of people in one day. In this situation, what did the people of Firaun do? Did they believe? They just saw the miracle right there. But yet they kept quiet. They're waiting for Pharaoh to give them permission to believe in in the Lord. He didn't give permission, immediately Pharaoh started accusing them. He said this was a plot. And he said, not only is it a plot, he said that all the magicians have teamed up with Musa. He said that Musa is your chief, he's your big man who taught you guys the magic and you guys did this and you set this up and this all was a big show to misguide all the people. And recite what the magician said to Fir'aun. There's different statements of response that they said to Fir'aun. One of the key things they said, they said to Fir'aun that we don't care about what you're going to do. They said, make your judgment because you're not a judge. You are only a judge of this life. Now, Ta'ala gives the example, aminu. Is it for the believing women? No, it's for the believing men and women, all the believers till the end of time. Allahu Their example is the wife of Fir'aun. Because it doesn't matter who you're married to. You can be married to the most noblest person and you can be in hellfire. And now we're speaking about Fir'aun who was one of the biggest tyrants who ever walked this earth and his wife Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made her an example for all believers till the day of judgment. When Firaun heard that she had believed in Musa, what does he do? Is he gonna argue with his wife? Till the point of death where she's praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's nobody to help her. There's nobody except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so who did she turn to? She turned to Allah azawajal. Asiya wanted to build a house, but not in this world. Who is going to build a house for her? Saying, oh Allah, you build a house for me. Where where do you want the house to be built? On this side of town or that side of town? What, What area of the city do you want to live in? I want to live in Jannah. Okay, you want a house built in Jannah, where in Jannah? Oh my Lord, build a home for me Near to you in Jannah and save me and protect me from Firaun and his actions. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took her back to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, the Egyptians did not believe in Musa even though they saw the sign, but they were cowards. Haman is the prime minister of Firaun. Fir'aun is saying like, okay, let's take this scientifically, let's take this logically. Haman, build for me a huge tower, so that I will climb the tower and I'll look in the heavens. And I'll see if this God that Musa salam is claiming is true or not. Haman, you will see that Allah frequently mentions Fir'aun and Haman. And Fir'aun will say something, and, you know, he's telling, you know, let Musa and, and his people go. And Haman will say, he said, are you gonna just let Musa go? And, um, and, and his people, and he's going to spread corruption in the land, and he's going to humiliate you and your, and, you know, uh, and your idols. And, and Fir'aun's like, you know, that's what I was thinking. They can't let them go. The nine signs that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Musa with, nine signs. Al-Aṣa is the staff of Musa s-salam. al yad his hand. It wasn't black magic. It was a nur that Allah subhanahu wa taala put in his hand, so everybody would see. It's from Allah subhanahu wa taala. Al-Sinin uh, they had like a drought that, that came to them. Nafsum min al-Thamarat their uh, economic situation went down. Their economy went down. Their Thamarat their fruits they were not bearing fruit the way it was uh, before. Al-Tufan was the flooding. Al-Jarad, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent locusts amongst them. Even when a person has a crop, how can they protect the crops from the locusts? Al-Qummalah, which was the lice. al the frogs. They were infested with frogs. Wad-dama, and the blood, their water was turned to blood. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent these ayat. If Fir'aun is not going to allow Bani Israel to leave, then this is what's coming to them. Until finally, Fira'an Allah says that he told Musa, ask your Lord to make this go away. And subhanAllah, even they asked Musa, make dua to your Lord that this will go away. I thought you didn't believe in his Lord. And now they're telling Musa that, you know, we've been cursed by you and your people. Ask your Lord and then if you do this and it goes away, then we'll let you go and then reluctantly they let them go, and then when they let them go, then they sent their henchmen out there like, we can't let them spread mischief to our neighbors. And Fir'aun said to his congress, you know, all these gathering of the meta is all there, and he's saying to them, he said, doesn't the dominion of Egypt belong to me? And aren't these rivers flowing from underneath me? Can't you see? I've got the money, so I'm on the truth. Am I better or is this, you know, this uh, low person, maheen, you know, like has no money. Fir'aun, and, and as the scholars mentioned, he arrogantly claimed that the rivers flow from underneath him. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the sea flow from on top of him. Uh, Musa alayhi salam made a dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, Oh my Lord, innaka verily you gave Fir'aun and his uh, Mala and his aristocrats, his chiefs, zina, all this glamour. and and wealth in this hayat dunya. Rabbana, O my Lord, and with that money, they are misguiding from your path. O Allah, to extinguish that wealth that they had, because they're never going to believe until they see the grievous punishment. When the sea parted for Musa, from Fir'aun's arrogance, when the sea parted, you're wondering, why did Fir'aun continue into the sea? The sea parted. And Beni Israel was able to escape. Fira'un, in his arrogance, he said, Look, I opened the sea. And so he told his people to follow them into the sea. They continued into the sea, and after Beni Israel and, and Musa, after they had left from the sea, Allah Subh'anaHu wa Ta-A'la commanded the sea to close down upon them. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and from the people and the nations that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed. Minhum from them, Allah drowned them.